this has me Nana, and you've tuned back into my podcast, The Little Poet. I want to start off by acknowledging how beautiful today was this morning, actually. I'm 5 a.m. I woke up. The sun is still not out, but it's not out. Oh, I go outside, of course. It's a, it's a gloomy day, beautiful day beautiful day and to be gifted to be gifted today inspiration poetic inspiration is what I was gifted this morning went along my day writing writing painting but mainly writing and today I wrote very I want to start off by by reading a <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I am such a wide set of poems. If I seem to lose it in the abyss of my endless supply, it's lost. It's lost. It's like a, it's like a, a sock. <laughs> if it's found, you get lucky. No, I actually found it. Milky Moon, sitting perched above the purple haze mountains. I can smell the forest musk and the leaf branches and the animals amongst. A flock of crows fly over my head, all meeting and dancing with each other. I can hear their call and wonder what it may be that they sing about. Flying over the clustered green, yellow, red, orange trees. Crunch of leaves beneath my feet. I catch a bluebird fly overhead of me and sit on a branch before me. As if questioning what I do with this pen and paper, I stare into the eyes of a creature alive yet unable to explain. So I sing, how then, how then else may I communicate? But there's always a way. You know, it's said. It's said that if an elephant has its mate, soulmate, and its mate passes, that the elephant will starve itself from its heartbreak. It will starve and cry and cry and cry and it actually starves itself 
starves itself to death and without and actually dies of a heartache. Isn't it odd how there is a time where we actually question whether or not animals can feel? And then we become to understand that they actually feel everything it is that we feel also. They feel love, they feel empathy, they feel anger, they feel pain. I then wonder, does a bird, does an ocean, mentally, does it inscript its own poem? And I wonder what these animals will write if they too can speak, if they too were gifted this ability to write, to be a poet. If they have the ability to love and show compassion and be united. What then would be a bear of their art? What art would they paint? If they too were able to write what it is that their mind may play. Stepping soul. Yes, I know. Resilient and reckless. No time left. Still, she sits patient. I can't explain. But no, this is my abiding soul. Her being sinks, and she's left with the withering. With this withering into the soil. You see, my being still blooms the love of you and me. She is being everlasting beauty of our love. She'll forever bloom as our living love. Tell me your soul has been unleashed called upon him in the night. Tell me when you call upon him. It's always been me and you, right? When the soul feels eager to write, I do not hesitate. I grab a pen and paper and write away. If I do not have a pen and paper handy, I grab my phone and I type away whatever it is that I might want to get out. Sometimes my hands are not quick enough. So on an iPhone, I voice memo what I was inspired to say. I can't wait to present to you some of my voice memos. I've been most likely in an hour-long series because they go off sporadically. It's a beautiful gift to be a poet. I say it's a gift because it's not a talent. This can't possibly be a talent. This is something that's gifted to you. This isn't something that you practice and practice and it becomes. No, 
This is something that's only for the individual to write. Shakespeare, he can't say that it's something that he taught himself. He can't say it's something he practiced. You see, that, that was a gift. Edgar Allan Poe, he explains in, he explains in one, of his, one of his writings, one of his scriptures, and if I may, let me get copyrights for this. Read it for you. And I have it quoted, so it's one of my favorite. child's hour I have not been as others were I have not seen as others saw I cannot bring my passions from a common spring from the source from the same source I have not taken my sorrow I cannot awaken my heart to joy of the same tone and all I loved and loved alone. Then in my childhood, in the dawn of the most stormy life, was drawn from every depth of good and ill, the mystery which binds me still, from the torrent or the fountain, of the red cliff of the mountain, from the sun round me rolled in its autumn tint of gold. From the lightning in the sky as it passed me by. And the thunder of a storm that could took from. When the rest of the heaven was blue of a demon in my dream. That can't possibly be a talent, but it's a gift. A gift to be a poet. It doesn't spring out of normality, or it springs within the soul. It blooms as I go on and on and write about. It's an endless garden. You can't maintain it. It's a passion. Today I had many poems in the same name, for they are all named as a day, until I rename them, until I give them a name. The following poems are all inscripted with the same title, September 1st, 2020. I wake early morning, mourning the loss of us. I breathe in and let the morning air fill my lungs and collapse as I'm left to remember and left with just that, a memory. And as she grows, I'll let her know she was made of the love that bloomed from two souls, a star seed of you and me. She's made of everlasting love. 
You're a part of me. Save me and I'll save you. Salvame y yo te salvará. Again, I listen. His soul knows not a home, for it's oblivious to distance. His soul knows not time, for it's oblivious to distance. And the call of your being is all that it listens. I do not love you as a perfect rose. I love you as you are, the shadow of a soul, broken but still home. A rose who does not bloom, my soul tries to de desperately help you rise. I love you, and I never knew how, and just loved you. Our love so complex, not even quantum physics may decode the love of ours. There are no boundaries that our love resists to, for our souls have twined and become their own. Have you ever tasted a future moment in time? By feeling of a moment in which this vision arises? Have you ever tasted time? This morning as I had a flush of creative poems come my way, I wish to say I am being a bit overdrawn when I say this, but I had, to be frank, I had four different notebooks in front of me. Is it right? For the pages couldn't turn fast enough. So these poems are collectively written in many of my notebooks that I have. For I found empty pages within them. And within them I wrote as much as I could. So as you hear me scrambling around for the poems, do not be fooled. For they are in many different notebooks presented in front of me. I still believe in the very classic way of writing things down. When you write it down, it's it gives value to this, this realm of existence really. It stays here, it's prominent here, it's here. And I really enjoy writing things down. And at times, if I don't have a pen or paper, I'll, I'll type it away on my phone or I'll say it out loud. But I'm a firm believer of something is said out down out loud and in not in not taken 
taken ownership for, that it's left into, well, into whatever you may believe this be, matrix, dimension, this world, this air, or galactic consciousness, whichever you may believe, it's left out there for anyone to go ahead and take. Have you ever had a thought? Such a brilliant idea comes upon you and you speak it out loud and then you see that idea on the television. You're like, oh, I actually came up with that first, but you didn't write that patent. Not only did you not write that patent, but you spoke it out loud. You gave it existence and you let it roam within existence. And then it was taken. Have you ever sat in meditation and during your meditative state, you receive a flush of information? That's because you've tapped into the collective consciousness. Maybe I'm going off into my own beliefs, but it's very important to write things down. My personal belief. As you can hear, it's a it's a lovely night again in, in East LA. I love how it feels like home. Do you feel at home with me? Do you hear the ice cream truck going off? Yeah, that's an ice cream truck. I can have some people from New York, um, Kalamazoo, <laughs> uh, Arizona, listening. ice cream truck sounds a little bit different. Sad eyes, brown eyes, my eyes, your eyes, falling for love lies, tormenting time, replaying sativa highs, honey in your mouth, honey dripping down your thighs, sad eyes, brown eyes, his mind.
best friends. We're best friends. You call upon me. You love my company. We play to always laughing. She's always laughing. <laughs> you speak so openly. So natural, your presence is on them. I don't like when you're away from me. Pulling me closer as you speak. Our souls always dancing as we go. of stars we live and go just to restart we are the ashes of our broken hearts did you know that heartbreak triggers the same parts of our mind as physical pain Shakespeare once wrote, I love you so much. I love you so much that my heart has not place left for it to protest. with so much of my heart that none of it is left for it to protest and spread a red. shadowy light to me painted gray had been the most familiar bird taught me my alphabet to say 
this my very earliest word. On the wild wood, I did lie, a child, with a most knowing eye of late eternal conjure years. So shake the very heaven on high with tumbles as they thunder by. I have no time for ideal cares and gazing on the unique sky when an hour with calmer wings leads down upon my spirit flings. That little time of lyre and rhyme to a wild way forbidden things my heart would feel to be a crime unless it's trembled with the strings. For being an ideal boy laying the same red and drink wine I early found rhymes were almost passionate sometimes by a strange alchemy of brain his pleasures always turned to pain his native too wild desire his wits to love his wine to fire and so being young and dipped in folly, I fell in love with melancholy and used to throw my earthly rest to quit all away in jest. I could not love except for death. His minion, his with beauty's breath, destiny we're stalking between her and me oh the eternal conjure years so shift the very heavens on high the tump as they thundered by I had no time for ideal cares through gazing on the unique sky of an hour with calmer wings it's down did my spirit leave? The little hour with leer and rhyme to a while forbidden thing my heart hath feared to be a crime unless it trembled with a string and now my soul hath too too much room gone the glory and to the gloom the black half mellowed into gray and all the fires are fading away my draw of passion hath been deep i revealed and now would sleep and after drunkenness of soul succeeded the glories of the bull the ideal longing night of day to dream my very life away the dreams of those who dreamt as I, 
as sparingly are damned and die, yet should I swear I mean alone? By notes so very surely brown, so break time's monotone, while yet my vapid joy and grief are tintless of yellow leaf. Why not an imp of gray bird hath? will shade his shadow in my path, and even the gray bird will look, overlook, conveyingly my dreaming book. That was Edgar Allan Poe, with a few moderations, for there are some words that I cannot pronounce. I highly encourage those who have not been gifted the literary poems of Edgar Allan Poe to feed your soul with his dark poems. They're very unique. He's one of my favorite poets. I want to thank you so much for tuning back into my podcast. My name is Hakeem Miranda, and this is Tavoki Poets.